Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy. Interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood? Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy. Interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood? Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Tennessee basketball this weekend. Um, you asked the question, are the, are the cupcake games out? And I say to you, yeah, they should have been out already. You only play 30-some-odd games. I can handle a couple of cupcakes, but that's about it. The Lady Vols will face FSU, um, and the men Tonight. will face Wisconsin on Friday. Um, so are the days of cupcakes in college basketball dying? Um, I hope so. I mean, there were times that I was on campus, and I was there during the Boyd 92 uh, to 98 be. Um, that would be Kevin O'Neill primarily, and then Wade Houston, Kevin O'Neill, Jerry Green. Okay. There were literally times that I did not know if a game was going on on campus, and I'm a sports guy. Okay, um, so yeah, I think that you, I think that if you want to make the regular season relevant again, you play big name opponents, and you can't decide whether or not they're good, but you play big name opponents, and. I think the whole game needs to change from a philosophical standpoint. 20 quality wins, slight exaggeration, but let's say you have 12 quality wins and 20 wins at the end of the year should be much bigger than 26 wins and six quality wins at the end of the year. So you ask the question, should cupcakes go away? I say yes. And I think the whole, the whole sport needs to shift its thinking to resurrect a pretty much dead regular season. I didn't just ask if cupcakes should go away. I asked if they were going away. Are they going away? And the question I think becomes, see, Dave, with a 68-team tournament, it doesn't make I still don't know if that helps the regular season because so many teams get in. But let, let's let's go back to the history of college basketball real quick. Tell me if I'm right about this and if it's been the same since you've been watching college basketball, because it is for me. You start your season in November playing really soft competition. And then your first real test is like some Thanksgiving tournament you're in, right? There's some Thanksgiving tournament on a neutral side, neutral location where you play like you're in with a bunch of really good teams and y'all all play each other. And that's like your first real test, right? Either and, that or they typically take the one out of four or five year trip to Europe. But yes. Yeah. Something like that. Then they come home. And you play another round of cupcakes in December. And then also in December, you've got like two big non-conference marquee games sprinkled in, don't you? Like, yeah. uh, it used to be like a Memphis, a Gonzaga, something like that. Yeah. By the way, the Memphis thing needs to come back. But anyway. Yeah. So you do that and then you start your 
conference schedule. I'm not so sure. Here's what I think is what's what's shocking about this is the Lady Vols and the men's team are playing marquee games before Thanksgiving, which never happens, honestly. And I'm starting to think that I think in an age of NIL, Dave, I think what's happening is their coaches and athletic directors are saying we need to make we need to fill the stands more to make more money. So because we're not going to get as much help from our boosters. So things like signing home and homes with Wisconsin or Florida State in November before Thanksgiving is a big deal. I don't know if you notice this. It's not just November regular season games. Exhibitions. Tennessee played Michigan State in an exhibition game this year. They played Gonzaga last year. These are big. They're not just, you're not typically historically. I think the schools like Tennessee or the big schools, you want to play like a really smaller regional school in an exhibition to just help them out, throw them a check here or there, give them some promotion. And I think now they're realizing we can't do that anymore. We really got to kind of test ourselves against big name opponents in exhibition games. Well, I think it makes and, it relevant too. So a lie, or I'm sorry, that was uh, Roto 22. I said, I've watched every game during the regular season for like the past 10 years. Didn't realize the regular season was dead. Well, mainstream sports media, it is to some extent. And um, you don't hear as much coverage, if at all, during the regular season as you do with the postseason. I think you would agree that it's a postseason tournament. Now, the question is that, that I have, too, is what will these conversations be like when we turn to football? Will we immediately start to question teams that aren't playing a tough enough schedule? Uh, Caleb, is that is that going to happen anytime soon in football? Like it might be happening in basketball or have happened, as you said. But yeah, it's happened in basketball. I think when you go to a 12-team playoff, you have to put a lot more emphasis on schedule strength going forward. I just think you do because there's that, that, that's the big difference between the 8-4 eight, eight 18th ranked team and the 10-2 and 10th ranked team is typically a bit is a schedule difference. And look, it's it's yeah, you're you're it's gonna be a big deal. Look there, and for the record, in the NCAA selections committee's defense. They've been big on this for a good like 25, 30 years where they've, they've, they've been very clear that we'd rather you go 16 and 14 and play a brutal non-conference schedule than go 23 and five and play cupcakes the whole time. I remember there was one year in 2000 when Jim Herrick was at Georgia. Georgia went 16 and 14 and got into the NCAA tournament and everybody got mad. And this happens, you know, the year, you know how the, bu the bubble team that always complains about getting left out every year. That's like, we should have been in the tournament. How could we not be, you know, if you have to make the case to be in the tournament as a bubble team, you didn't deserve it because there's 68 chances to, or 35 at large chances or whatever. Typically the team that's left out is always the team that didn't have an impressive non-conference resume in December and November where they didn't play tough non-conference schedules. And I think the selection committee has been very clear. We'd rather you just go out and play teams. Even if you lose, just play them. And yeah, so, so let me ask you this with football. What's your perfect opponent? Uh, brought to you by Tennessee Cider Company, the regional hard cider of the Smoky Mountains. Use the promo code HAT. That's HAT to receive some free swag with your order right down below. Available most anywhere in the U.S. That's TNCiderCompany.com, TNCiderCompany.com. Mine's Pitt. That's about as low as far as your headliner a non-conference opponent, mine's Pitt. That's about as low as you should go. That's that's a pretty good football team, but really you should try to have something with more star power like they had with Oklahoma. Now, obviously, they're going to be in the SEC, so that's a bad example. But can you schedule a Southern Cal? Can you schedule a UCLA? You need one headliner with some pizzazz um, in, in the football realm. After that, I don't care if you play 
two cupcakes. That didn't bother me at all. Play one with some pizzazz. The fans deserve that. Yeah, one with pizzazz you have to do. And Tennessee's always tried to do that. And I think that's kind of the – you don't want to do what – I think Auburn is the worst – hasn't Auburn historically been the worst abuser of just never playing anybody out of conference? And, you know, it's – I think – look, it, it, part of this is it depends on what everybody else is doing, doesn't it? Like, if, if the selection committee is going to just go top 12 and go on overweight record – and you're out here playing USC or somebody like that every non-conference, and Auburn is playing Sam Houston State and or Texas A&M, which they do a lot too, except for Miami this year. Then you got to really rethink your scheduling a little bit. And I don't know how they're going to go. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But, and here's the question, Dave. You have to balance what's good for fans in different ways. It's better for fans. And let's take it football and basketball. It's better for fans to have these marquee games. We all agree with that, right? It's mm-hmm. better for fans to have the marquee games. But it's better for these smaller schools to play them because if you don't play them, they're going to go defunct. They're going to be extinct. Now, maybe Dave would, or somebody else would say, fine, it's, it's too watered down in, anyway, so get rid of some of these schools because they're not bringing any value to the sport. That, that, that's a fair way to think about it. But is it, is, it, is it worth sacrificing some marquee games to kind of keep smaller schools afloat? No. Or do you think? So Sorry. you don't think? Daisy ultimate capitalist. Winner yeah. take all. Good luck <laughs> to you. Um, you know, the Lady Vols used to give tickets away at the pilot. When you check out, you could pick up tickets. That was marketing. So maybe the UTCs of the world can start giving out tickets at gas stations. I mean, I'm sorry. That's where it is. I mean, if I'm going to get this huge monstrous thing of a 32-36 team mega conference, I'm not worried about what's going on elsewhere. Sorry. Hit the bricks, Dave. kick rocks. I don't care. Dave is the Dave is the ultimate capitalism. We got winners and losers. If you didn't make it, you didn't make it. And tough break. You fell behind. Yeah. Tough leapy <laughs> said the kitty. All right. So <laughs> I mean, I'm I just I, I want to see those marquee matchups. I'm fine with and listen, here's the way I would do it exactly. 
one marquee matchup. So I would pick a team that I didn't really have a lot of faith in being a program from year to year, but had pizzazz. So like the first team that popped to mind would be UCLA. I picked UCLA because I don't think that they're going to, they're not going to be winning multiple championships here anytime soon, but they have an awful lot of pizzazz and you get to play in the Rose Bowl. UCLA looks cool and Neyland Stadium. So I'm just picking that one random team. And then the rest of them would be all in-state teams. So it would be UTC or it would be Vanderbilt. No, they're not division two. Sorry. Um, or it would be, um, I don't know. Give, give me it's another one. MTSU. Yeah, I would do. Here's what I do. So the money stays in state. So the money stays in state. That's that's for my easy, easy game. I do one marquee matchup a year. I agree. Um, something like because you look, ideally, they SEC, you got to go to nine conference games. Am I right? You can't stick with eight. Yeah, I'm so I'm assuming we're nine, so we're planning for three. So I'm a one and two type of guy. One big name, two not big. Yeah, so I'm one big name, then one like group of five level, like and it could be in state or out of state. It could be like a Fresno State, a Marshall, you know what I mean? Like one of those type of teams that no. like no UAB. They might beat you. Okay, UAB. Uh, I just go back. And then to... I, I think I was think it you 2005 first... that Tennessee played Marshall? If Stan Hill, the quarterback, hadn't gotten hurt. Oh, three. I remember that. Oh, three. Yeah. yeah. Marshall beats that Tennessee football team in Neyland Stadium. And that's not a bad Tennessee football team. Don't play anybody that might get up and can beat you. Those are the worst. Okay. Well, I think you got to do three separate tiers. One is a power fight. Let's just do it this way. I know, guys, when I say these phrases, I know they won't exist next year, but let's just, it make it's easier to say Power 5 now right now, Dave, isn't it? it everybody understands that Power 5 is not going to be a thing in a couple of years. But for right now, let's just use that phrase. Okay, Power 3. One, Yeah, Power 3. One future Power 3 team, one Power 5 team. One Division 1, but not Power 5 team. That's what I'm talking about. You know, the, 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 the schools that are at the no. lower level. You got to no. play one of those schools. No, it's you can't UCLA. Play two, they, you, you it's cannot UCLA, play two and then it's schools. the annual matchup with Tennessee Tech. And okay, but you, wait, but there's a third game. Form a rivalry out of that, and then the third matchup is the annual matchup versus MTSU. Or you call Vanderbilt and see if they'd be interested in playing. Well, then game. you. But wait, but wait a minute. MTSU is a non-power five Division one team. That's what I'm talking about. MTSU, Memphis, or um, those are the only two in-state schools not in the SEC that are power, not power five, but Division one. But th that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. And so, yeah, MTSU. But you're talking but, about a Fresno State or a Marshall. I don't want anybody. Okay, throw those names out. Throw those names out of your head. But okay. like an MTSU or maybe, like I said, maybe a UAB or a Georgia Southern or a, you know, those a, a Division One school that is not Power 5. And then play one Division Two school. You can't play two Division Two schools. Then you're going to get way too much flack from everybody. You, you I'm played two power division two schools because I'm going to beat them and I'm going to be sitting there with a minimum of nine wins at the end of the year and you're going to have to look at me. NCAA has as, has a rule where you can only count one division two win towards your record every year. Okay, well then find the lamest division one team. Then that's that's what there. I'm talking about. What if yeah. you play two power five teams? Then you can make the then you actually look a little better. I mean, what, I just named, it doesn't matter how you look anymore because you're going to be sitting there with nine wins. What if, at the okay, end of the regular season? What if you're Georgia, for instance, and you're locked in with Georgia Tech every year, which is not a power five team, but not a good team. Do you still try to schedule a marquee power five game, even though you're locked in with Georgia Tech every year? Um, No, that's my power five team. Well, okay. I, but if I'm in Georgia, I'm in a different place altogether. I'm scheduling the best 
the brightest because I want more TV coverage. What I'm about calling, Florida? I'm See, calling Southern Cal and I'm saying, hey, listen, if that Lincoln Riley cat's sticking around, we'd like to play next year. See, this well, is why my dream is eight conference games. I think it should be eight conference games, and I, but you can't because you're going to 16. So I know I know I have to do nine. But the reason eight would always feel better is that, like, I love the idea of four non-conference games, which is I like two power five non-conference games, one group of five, and then one division two. Because, for instance, Florida, I'd love to see Florida play Florida State in Miami every year. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But that's their one. And it's not what I'm doing if I'm Tennessee. But maybe I'm doing that at Florida because I want more recruiting exposure because I play those guys. So, I mean, a different argument be had. I'm, I'm specific to Tennessee. Um, so what's their what's their non-conference schedule next year? Uh, next year, uh, I am this is what I would do if I'm athletic director, Danny White, because Daniel's right with 12 teams getting in. Why wouldn't you take the easier games? Amen, Daniel. Um Okay, so okay, so you're not there. It's Chattanooga, NC State, Kent State, and UTEP. Love it. But guess what? That's two Division One teams that yeah, are not. But Power it's five. not a good. But they're it's not a good Division One. That, team. But that's the point. Okay, here's a question: If you're Tennessee, how about this? For that lower level Division One, would you ever do home and homes with Memphis anymore in football? Given the fact that Memphis is now actually a decent football program, so you can't just blow them out like you ever did every year, except that one year in '96 that they don't stop talking about. Because you can recruit. <laughs> um, not, that, not that it touched a nerve or anything for the Memphian Caleb but, Calhoun. Oh, no. They, it's, it's, oh, they, they, Lord. They still have signs up. 21 to 17, 1996, guys. It's really funny. You, but, um, like, would you no, play I would, with... I would seriously try to schedule a second game with Vanderbilt to get more recruiting exposure in the Nashville area. Would they let you do that? Memphis recruiting is better than Nashville recruiting, and the data backs me up on that. That's very true. We've Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello.